What's up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome back to another episode of What the Fanboy Show. Tonight, over to my left. Tonight. Usually I have two people to my left, but tonight it's just one person, and it's Luke. To me. <laughs> um, and to my right, our special guest, Easton. Hello, I didn't from, mean to steal your spot. From you the, could have told me to sit there. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to be able to feel like you had like, room. Like when Tyler's here, I don't care about just squishing him in here. But like, if we have a guest, I want you to feel like you can stretch out. I can a get out bit. if I yeah, need to. If you need that's escape, what it is. Okay, like a quick escape. Absolutely, that's what it is. He actually just wants to sit in the middle. He's jealous of Tyler every week. <laughs> every week, I can't. I'm tired it. of. Uh, yeah, I'm really jealous of having to do the swiggle <laughs> around the mic. <laughs> I won't lie, it's it's kind of nice to be on the end and always be able to talk kind of into the mic. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little I'm a little nervous about <laughs> turning and talking to Luke, so I'm just going to look with my eyes. My head's going to be awkwardly turned over here. But anyways, we're back. This week we are talking about The Mandalorian Season 3. Um, it won't be a, a breakout episode. It's just going to be a part of our show, um, kind of our, our main review, and we'll talk about Ghosted a little bit later. But... Before we get into The Mandalorian Season 3, Luke, you got the list of trailers over there, my man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have two. Okay, okay. Hey, two's better than um, none. The first one, one that I know you're just so excited for. I, I'm please. pretty sure this is your most anticipated movie of 2024. Uh, Godzilla <sighs> X-Kong. <sighs> the New Empire. <sighs> Let's go! I'm glad people are happy about this. They are? Aren't Luke is. <laughs> Hold on. Luke so, and Tyler both were like, I, they may be. Dude, just... it's a giant lizard and a giant gorilla fighting. <laughs> We've lost the spirit of Godzilla, though. That is true. And also, the last movie spent way too much time not with monsters fighting and having kids be secret agents. So. Secret. Hey, hey, if I learned anything from the last Godzilla vs. Kong movie, it's that we as podcasters can be <laughs> Make a professional uh, espionage yeah. That's fair. <laughs> members of that elite group and get into, I don't know, it probably wouldn't be that hard to get into like Twitter these days, but... Yeah, I guess we you just have to turn to a conspiracy theorist podcast. Definitely the lane you want. Like Definitely. <laughs> what what is there more of conspiracy theorists podcasts or movie podcasts? <laughs> which which tiny niche do we want to draw our <laughs> opinion into? Exactly, exactly. So no, I'm uh, yeah, I'm not you know entirely excited about this movie. The teaser trailer was like sideways thumb. I guess it was twenty seconds. It was long. nothing. It was hard. It's hard to give. It was a, an announce. It's not even a teaser, and it's announcement trailer. That's fair. You just saw him on the throne, which is what the last movie ended on, right? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's. A, I, that was not Kong, though. It was. Oh, a, okay. It would be a That's skinny boy Kong. Look, maybe he'd been, maybe he'd been working out, hitting the gym. So he's just skinny. I thought his. I thought it looked like the Titan, the Beast Titan mm. from Attack on Titan, with just really long arms. It remind you know what it remind it reminded me of like the Planet of the Apes, um, Koba. Dude, was that honestly? I don't know if Godzilla and Kong could take Koba. Dude <laughs> was a real one. Koba was a real one. <laughs> oh sure. But uh, but yeah, that uh, that's a movie that's coming out. So I know you hate all those movies, but <laughs> I I think they're so much fun. 
even in their badness. So I'm super excited. I'm, I'm glad you're excited, Luke. I'll just double my excitement since you have none. Sweet. Thanks for covering for me. I got your back. <laughs> What's the next one? You said you had two. Uh, the other one I have is a game trailer, and I'm a little sad Tyler's not here to talk about this. Uh, but we got a teaser trailer for The Division Heartlands. That's right. And Tyler is our resident Division player. Um, but it's not bad that I sat in because I've played both games. I played the first one. Really loved the first one. <laughs> first thought, one is great. Thought the second one dropped off a little bit. But we'll be super excited to try the new mm-hmm. one. Yeah. I think they've all had very interesting stories and fun single player. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. And I love the concept of the first one and how it kicks everything off. The cool thing about this one is, like, the girl in the trailer is from Kansas. It's like, yeah, we finally got some representation besides Superman. <laughs> I feel like we I got feel, Dorothy I love how that's and Superman. Well, well, we got Ted Lasso, too. That's right. Okay. That's Kansas right. is making a comeback. They were in The Last of Us as a, uh anarch group. That... Oh, was that Missouri, though? We, we don't really know. It was, it was Kansas, Kansas City. City. Still, you know. It was no, You know what? It was Kansas. Because everything in that episode where they're at is crap. And <laughs> Kansas is the crap section of Kansas City. Well, I'm, wow. just being, I'm just being honest. Luke's trying to alienate all of our Kansas City fan base right I've now. I've been there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Being like, I'm from Kansas and I've been to Kansas City is like... I go to school and I've been to the cafeteria. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because where else are you going to go? Kansas City, Missouri. You have to get to Kansas City, Missouri. You have to go through Kansas City, Kansas. You lock the doors on your way through Kansas City, Kansas. All right. Easton, I think you you had said before in the pre-show that you had a trailer that you watched. Oh, White Man Can't Jump. White Man Can't Jump. Remake. Oh, I, I remember a teaser or a... I go, got a full trailer with uh, Jack Harlow. As the white man who can't jump. Um, I don't know. It actually looks interesting. I actually have not seen the one with Woody Harrelson, so I probably should. Mm. But, I don't know. This looked funny. It's just supposed to be a comedy. I didn't. Yeah. I don't really care for Jack Harlow, but <laughs> yeah. I, we'll see how it goes. I don't listen to his music, but, I mean, sounded funny enough. So, I don't know if you like mm-hmm. uh, 2K Street Basketball. Then this movie's for you. Maybe Street Volume Two kind of guy, but gotta go for that game breaker. I didn't watch the trailer. I saw it and I just kind of scrolled by it. I don't really have a whole lot of interest. Um, mainly because of Jack Harlow. That's fair. I think I saw it on. Uh, I don't know if it was a movie trailer because I saw quite a few movies like at the theater this last week. So it's I don't know Hulu. if it was one of those or if it just popped up on my YouTube. I can't remember. Isn't it a Hulu original too? I don't remember that being the case, but if it is dope, that just means you don't have to go to the theaters to watch what seems to be just a fun comedy. Yeah. Which I'm all for. All right. Uh, Over in the chat, Baroque uh, seems to agree that Kansas Speedway Speedway up in Kansas City is apparently Garbay, which I assume is French. No, I know it's not French, but he's corrected himself. Garbage. Kansas Speedway. Is really? I like Garbay. That's surprising. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not I a grew racer, up in the area. So. The Legends area is great. Uh, you've got the the. Um, the 
the legend, Kansas Sporting. The legis- yeah, 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 the Sporting and yeah, the, Sporting the KC right areas there, and you got the Speedway. To be a little nicer these Everyone days. likes the Speedway. So. Guess what? The Royals suck. They're about to move to Kansas, so <laughs> they are. They're they made a full. They need more tailgating room for cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, I mean, we don't have to get into it too much, but they want to. They just want to beef up Kansas City area and, and make it more like people want to go there. And that's it's a ju- destination. And it, it needs to be a destination. Well, they yeah. have to make it look better for when the World Cup shows up. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, I the problem is, is they, hard to get tickets. They want this two billion dollar complex for a team that sucks so bad. It's like you're not going to draw people in if you're <gasps> uncompetitive. He's but. he's he's let me know. Uh, Baroque's let me know. It was know. a joke. It was ha, a joke. See, I knew it. I was like, okay. there's there's okay. no way my my NASCAR <laughs> guy here was going to say that Kansas Speedway sucks. I was like, I had so many people that went there and said it was fantastic. I don't like racing, so I've never been. But So what I'm hearing is if you're into racing, go check out the Kansas Speedway. Sprint Center is also on the Kansas side. and uh, So all the sports things are cool, but everything else, not. Yeah. Look, you can't yeah. have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, Kansas City, Kansas does have, or Kansas City, Missouri does have the, the Union Center and stuff like that, or Union Power Station, and Light Highland Light District. Yeah. yeah, they've got a lot of really cool stuff, but I also don't party, so <laughs> I, that stuff doesn't. <laughs> I don't care about that stuff. I'd rather go to pick your Big Twelve there. Championship. My name is Rod, and, and I don't party. <laughs> <laughs> this has been our review of Kansas City. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, let's move on over to Mandalorian Season 3 yeah. then. Um, we're, we'll talk about the finale specifically, but we, but we also want to make sure we kind of review the season oh as Oh my a goodness, whole. Lance Reddick's and White Man Can't Jump? R.I.P. R.I.P. indeed. Um, Sorry. You're fine. What did you guys think of the, the finale? Chapter 24, The Return. Who returned? I'm, I'm sorry. Like I'm, I'm. That is fair. Yeah. Over the last couple weeks, I've been really getting caught up on the names the name and the titles. titles. Yeah. Like it. The last one was called the Spies. Who was the spy? Was it just the hologram people at the beginning? They're not spies. They're just working. Was it the people we spent five minutes with, except for that entire episode that wasn't that great? Like. I didn't, I didn't get the name. And this one is The Return, and the only person that returns is 11 or 12 or whatever. Just like, it's the, yeah. like, it's the Mandalorian's triumphant return to, to Mandalore. Mandalore. Yeah, that makes a little yeah. It's, look. But they already went back. <laughs> but, you're, but it, you're, you're taking it too literally. <laughs> no, no, they, they returned it to form. Now now they, they overtook it now that. After they dropped a ship on it. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes you have to destroy in order to create. Sometimes. I think that's what villains say Break before they eggs. stuff. Break a couple eggs, make an omelet. Um, yeah, okay. So other than the title, I still <laughs> yeah. haven't gotten a real vibe. Um, honestly, I thought it was a mess. Vibe check from oh, Luke is that it's a mess. It's a mess. Easton? I enjoyed the last, really, two episodes. But yeah, the last episode I, I enjoyed. I, I'll say this. I thought it had a good action piece to it. Um... And I thought Mando felt like Mando, and I I liked that part of it. Um, Grogu was a little Mary Sue. Yeah, but he's always been that. So, but you're not allowed to complain about it because he's a male. Because right? he's a baby. 
He's a little Either baby. One. Only only girls. <laughs> yeah, get the married. We can shit. complain about. Um, no, like there's stuff that I'm like that is cool. Yeah. I just think there's a real fall in execution this season, kind of all the way around. Hmm. Um, like the the idea of this jetpack battle, like with the Bogotan flying around with the dark saber and they're shooting people, and it's like a dogfight but with jetpacks. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Yeah didn't think it was that well done hmm. um like it like we'd zoom in really far and it'd be like this awkward close swing and then we'd see the cg aftermath of it and just be like okay like, and i know that like that's a restriction of tv yeah this this is definitely i think the action pieces while they felt while they were good i could feel the effect of the tv budget more than um some just because of the scale, right? Like it's a yeah. it's a big fight. There's lots of things happening, and it looks good for the most part. But then when you're editing it all together, you're not going to be able to afford these, you know, big thirty second takes. Know, of yeah. the, I'm usually pretty critical of Star Wars content because it's like my favorite franchise of all time. But I do think that a lot of Star Wars does tend to get a little. There's some goofy aspects to some of their oh, action, sure. and I think it. I, I'm like, it's not outright goofy, but they kind of have that. I thought it kind of had that feel to it in that big, the okay. big uh, jetpack mm-hmm. fight. Yeah. Like one, it, it did make sense that they would just have a bunch of jetpack fighters <laughs> because they're going to face a bunch of Mandalores. So you just know that you have to have some sort of fight against Level it. Level playing yeah. field. Um, and like, yeah, some of the kills were a little goofy and stupid, but that's, I mean, the way Boba Fett died and, <laughs> well, died. And Return of the Jedi is kind of goofy and stupid. He mm-hmm. gets hit by a pole and falls into a Sarlacc pit. I mean, it's always been kind of goofy. So yeah. mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't really mind it that much. The only thing I, I really disliked is just how strong they make Moff Gideon feel. Mm. I feel like it's not earned. <laughs> I hate Moff Gideon <laughs> yeah. so much. Okay. I think he's an awful villain. Okay, he's... I'm glad I'm not alone then because no. I didn't know how. Because I actually liked him kind of in season one. He's he's yeah. in the last episode. Yeah, which is it's. It's great. It was a great reveal. It was like, oh, this is going to be the bad guy moving forward. Yeah. And then he's kind of in season two. He's not bad in season two. When he when Luke shows up and he's like scared of him, yeah. great moment. But yeah. in this season, he's just a monologuing I, villain. I think they just have a hard time like figuring out what kind of villain they wanted him to be. Like You can have a villain that's just like a commander villain, like what you get with in Rogue One. The I can't think of his name. Krennic? Yeah. He, like, he, if you had him in a fight, you'd kill him nine out of ten times. Easy peasy. But it, it's his feel that makes him feel yeah. like a villain. Yeah. Because he commands his force in such an evil and disgusting way that makes him feel daunting. And that's yeah. what I felt like with Moff Gideon at season one. And then they tried to change him into, like, a Mandalore army, armor like mech killer. Suit. Yeah. He was in a mech suit. Yeah. And it just didn't fit. I'm like, uh, that... Have somebody else be your like main big bad that you just bring in as a brute, but that's not. I mean, they kind of had that with the uh, dark troopers. Mm-hmm. Those were the dope. Like, Mofkin doesn't have to do anything. Yeah, just send out the dark troopers. You just have this. Yeah, these five or six, the squad. Yeah, it's like they're not Praetorian guards, but they're you don't want to mess with them. Yeah, that right? was the only thing I really disliked about the episode mm-hmm. was just how powerful they made him feel when it didn't feel earned at all. His armor was kind of cool, but 
still didn't really like it. I think for me, it's a it's a fine episode. I'm probably in between you two, literally and figuratively here with what, you know what we're talking about. Um, I I liked overall what the episode was trying to do. Um, <clears throat> I thought the action was was decent, except for the stuff with Rogu. Um, <laughs> but but I didn't think that the themes that the show, the season, tried to wrap up with really were woke. And, and this is a, it's not necessarily a episode eight problem. It's an episodes one through seven problem where they did not set things up to be, sat, you know, a satisfying, satis, yeah, satisfactory yeah. conclusion here in, in episode eight. Well, Mando's arc ended at the beginning of episode oh, no, no, three. No, no. <laughs> well, yeah. You're you not, you're there not was wrong. nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure we'll talk more about that. We can talk when we get into the uh, the kind of season, season. Uh, you, review. You guys both are a lot more positive on the action than me. Hmm. Um, yep. And I, I'm not saying that's wrong. I just, I, I. My least favorite thing about the entire episode is the editing. Sure. I think it's awful. There is there is moments when like. Um, Mando is fighting the Praetorian guards and he'll grab yeah. and then he'll wait. And then the camera will go to a different one and he'll do a slow move and then he'll stop. Yeah. And the camera will go back <clears throat> and he finishes it. And I'm just like, that took like three seconds. I, I, I did have that same issue. It was the same issue I had with The Last Jedi, unfortunately. Is it the fighting didn't feel fluid on hand-to-hand combat stuff. Sure. It felt way too choreographed. And, and it's and it's a, editing it's, is an issue of it's it. It's more like a dance, and yeah, editing you can, can reveal that. Yeah, for me, it's a Disney Plus issue because yeah. um, Moon Knight had this problem. Um, you got all this hand to hand stuff, and it's just like, uh, uh, <laughs> it's just like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. But then, like at the same time, like to the opposite side of that, in episode two, I got Mando walking through the caves. Just loses to some random droid, doesn't know how to fight. And this yeah. episode, he's doing butterfly kicks and flipping around. It's like, this is a different character. Yeah. <laughs> this is a completely different character. Yeah. There's just no consistency in, uh, overall for this season. That's something. Just, yeah. It feels so unfocused. <laughs> yeah. There was just, they were like, okay, we're going to start here. We're going to do random stuff until Bogotan's going to get mental. Whatever happens in between. Um, a couple of things I, I did like. I liked the stuff with, uh, I think his name's Wolf or Wolf. The guy who goes up to the capital ship to get it, like, and then he has the little, axe. like, axe. Yeah, Axel. Wolf is D&D character. And... No. <laughs> so Axe. So Axe's character who axe goes up. They Again, I think everything they've done with spaceships this season has looked phenomenal. And while for a for a TV show. TV show. Um, Although I don't know if I should, if we should give Disney that off. <laughs> no, but that, no, they have they, enough money; they can make it look good. That's fair. They don't... Yeah. Um. I just I liked that, like, the ability for it to cut away and give us something different. Mm-hmm. Um. It did. It kind of felt like Rogue One, where it's like, okay, there's this battle on the ground and there's battle in the sky. Yeah. Um, and both and are important in its own way. Exactly. Yeah. And this one was it was neat to have that finale of like, okay, how do we destroy this imperial base let's just 
tank a capital ship into it. Like, why not? <laughs> I mean, other than the fact that that ship probably cost billions of credits, but, you know, yeah, that doesn't mind. They, they stole it. They'll just get another one in a, in a completely wrecked Mandalore with, like, maybe 75 <laughs> citizens in it. Yeah, yeah, let's just go and get rid of, like, our biggest transport <laughs> thing that we can use to make money on. Nah, they have the gauntlet. They can put everybody in there, right? <laughs> I did logically think that was really dumb to just... Oh yeah, we'll just sacrifice this billion dollar, I mean zillion dollar right ship piece of equipment. Eh. Could have just bombed it. Cool, yeah. You could have just bombed it, but I mean that's whatever. Maybe they shot out all the guns. Deleted scene. <laughs> deleted scene. Yep. They yep. delete the scenes that make it logical. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's not a it's not an efficient use of taxpayer credits, is what Baroque and Roller says <laughs> in the chat. No, it is not. No, no, it's not. <laughs> Um, but luckily they're, they're, you know, those man, those Mandalorians, they're pretty, uh... But it's worth it. I mean, at the end of the day, I guess it's worth it. Just it's build, just a, they'll, steal, they'll steal another Could have done something they'll different. They'll just build a new steal. Imperial ship, or a new ship out of Beskar, and they'll never get <laughs> shot down. They, they got the forge back. They relit it. Yeah. It'll be fine. There's unlimited Beskar. Um, so another thing. Yeah. Uh, that I think was just really mishandled all season, and just to emphasize a little more, was... Everything around the dark saber, it gets so unceremoniously shattered, and that is a huge deal. It is. Uh, that should have been episode two, and that can cause a lot of dissension in between Mandalorians. Yeah. And then it's like, you know what? It doesn't matter. Let's go get our planet back. There, I just fixed an entire arc <laughs> for the entire season for your show. Um, they and then it's just. Oh, it's done. Show's over. Like they also don't. Okay. Make, there's no weight to the dark saber, anyways. It just feels like a standard lightsaber. Like it doesn't. I mean, I I get the Mandalorian history behind it, mm. but it like I think the dark saber's supposed to be more powerful than a standard lightsaber, and it doesn't feel that way at all. Like I think it just has like lore behind it. Like yeah. it's like it's just a normal sword. But like, like it was the sword in the stone. Yeah. Like it's 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 the it's the Excalibur. Right? I just it's mean this. like. Well, that was the sword <clears throat> in the lake. Well, the whole the whole last two episodes that they were using the dark saber, like it just didn't really do anything. It just bounced sure. off armor and yeah. didn't do like anything. So it was like you have it kind of be like a non-factor in fights for a little bit, and then you just break it. Yeah. yeah. So it was yeah. like, did that happen? I was just like. Baloney didn't write this episode. <laughs> That's what I said. Baloney didn't write any of the episodes. He helped with episode seven, which is the best episode. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like, and broke it. Thing right there. <laughs> broke it by squeezing it too. Yes. Yeah. With his. Mech That's suit. rough. Yeah. It was mech suit versus mech suit with Gideon versus Grogu. Gosh, that was so cute. Yeah, I did not like Grogu being in this. Season, but you know, specifically this episode, there's just no. With how they sh shoot his character, um, being the puppet, right? Dude, the memes are so funny. Have you seen them? It They're just like, does. Whenever look... Grogu has to jump and is a dude behind the scene just like throwing the <laughs> <it> doll. <laughs> Yeet! <laughs> like. <sighs> There's times when I do at this point wish that they were like, okay, let's get a cg model in or something like you don't need to be doing episode also... two yoda stuff 
You can, but you can mix. But you can mix. You can do some CG stuff and some practical effects stuff. That's what almost every movie and stuff they, they mix. Yeah, they do yeah. both. Well, when it, it looks good with the no, practical effects, impossible. <laughs> At this point, You've I been lied to. <laughs> what I really want to see is I really would I want to see just the top half. Like I just hate how he moves, walks. His legs oh, they not, don't make sense. His feet aren't he's even on floating. the ground. Yeah, he's just floating. So like, just. CG legs. He was better Please. when he was in his little floaty thing. The floaty thing was great. <laughs> you didn't have to worry about feet. My favorite part was when he was with Luke. Yeah. And not in the show. <laughs> Agreed. Because I just Agreed. do not like his character. Agreed. It was great in those first two episodes, and then I was like, this might be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also just, like, I don't like how they... And I think this is a Star Wars problem in general. Like the force just becomes so convenient sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just like a creator to be like, I have the force. I'm gonna start with it, mm. and then maybe it doesn't work, so you have to do something else. Like honestly, the fight—it's kind of a cheesy fight—but the fight between Yoda and Count Dooku, they start off with the force, and they're like, okay, this isn't really work. Let's just fight with our lightsabers, whatever. <laughs> Like, the execution was not there, but, like, try to do that. Yeah. But, like, it's like, oh, no, something bad's gonna happen. Force shield. No training. Force shield. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That seems to be a big Disney problem. With just not... They just try to... They they use the force just to, like, be a scapegoat. To, like, something bad happened, but the force. Yeah. Something bad happened, but the force. Trust only in the force. Yeah, the... mm. Yeah. When is Fant Mando finally over and done with? I'm gonna be honest. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> My problem is, is this isn't the worst Star Wars that we've got. So don't wouldn't be upset if they do more, but they don't have to. If they don't know where to end it, and they like, if they don't have an end in sight, just stop it now because you gave it an ending. It was horrible. It was the most cornball, goofy <laughs> ending. But let's let's just leave it. They're on their farm on whatever that planet was. He can show up in Oh, that's another other thing. Things. I did not get why they're like it, it and this just goes back to the whole like themes that they're setting up and how they're tying things up in the end. But like rather than Mando being part of Mandalorian culture and like staying on Mandalore and like raising Grogu there, he's like, ah, but actually, I'm gonna like Carl Weathers, he's got me a free piece of uh, prime real estate on the desert planet over there, and I'm gonna sit and sip tea while my child well, plays. I mean, with he's frogs. eventually gonna go do jobs, right? He's not just, I just feel there, like, but... I just feel like. Instead of why is he there not at Mandalore? Right. Yeah, no, it doesn't really make any sense. Right, but like other if than that was the arc. Other like than that if, was his like his first three things. Uh, like I must become a Mandalorian again. But that's not cowboy. Okay, Mandalorian's a cowboy, he's a cowboy. and he needs he his been ranch. A cowboy since episode two. <laughs> at, that's that's at, that's the aesthetic they want. So they put him on a ranch <laughs> with his adopted son. Okay, I honestly think that's why they just. They liked it aesthetically. Yep. And so they were like, that's I think what we're going right. to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And aesthetically, I do like it, but it doesn't make sense. It 
would make more sense that he goes and tries to rebuild Mandalore with. Just literally put a reach on me. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be a desert ranch, okay? Grogu wants to hang out with the frogs and IG. What's his name? Oh, and they did. There was no reason to bring back IG. Finally brought back IG 11, 11 right? Yeah, yeah 11. he was 12 while he was the, like, suit. He's I hated favorite. the suit stuff, too. Uh, the IG suit. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> mute. Mute, please. please. Until I stop seeing this. Just mute. Um. Yeah, so, you know... Final episode, we've, we've, we're on a little bit of a, a spectrum here from, like, really disliked to kind of like um, to, to enjoyed, it sounds like. Yeah, I think I'm it. just sitting at enjoyed because um, I did not expect to at all. Where do we rate, I'm curious, we can talk some more details, but where do you guys on our fanboy scale rate um, season three Mandalorian? Is it a dumpster fire, <laughs> straight to streaming? Matthew McConaughey, because it's all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Fanboy worthy or a booyah? I mean, it's all, it's Star Wars, obviously. Booyah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. Um, I give it a straight to streaming. I, I don't think the season is worth watching, honestly, that much. There's a like, there's great moments throughout, like, um, the pirate episode where they're saving Navarro. Is that the plan? Tomorrow? Yes. Um, I think episode seven was the best episode, but it's it's just a mess, and I just. I mean, and honestly, you could just, note it. You could just yeah. watch episodes one, two, three, six, seven. It'd be eight. good, right? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Seven, one, two, three, seven, eight. Yeah. yeah. One, two, three, seven, eight, or maybe honestly, just one, two, seven, eight. I don't. But I th- I feel like the first three episodes were still together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely form a little bit of their own story. I would hands down skip episode six if you're wanting to watch the whole thing. Because that episode was garbage. <laughs> I also watched it all back to back to back to back today. So I'm curious it kinda, how that... It kind of blends together. Mm. Yeah. But it also just makes it feel like, okay, it was a thing. Like, okay. I, like the episodes that were not as great, like they were... Started the in, they started and finished in thirty five minutes. So it's not like dude, I, the finale was so short. Thirty three, I think. That's crazy. It was so yeah. short. It like the battle ended. And I was just like, yeah, thirty three <laughs> minutes. Okay, it was over. And that's without credits. Wow. <sighs> yeah, their credits are like ten minutes long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> their beginning recap is I think five minutes, and then their ending <laughs> credits are seven minutes. Oh my god. So gosh. really I finished this a lot faster than I thought I was. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was gonna be coming up to the <laughs> to this. I'm trying to finish the last one. I finished it like three hours before. Um I'm gonna agree with Luke. I think this season is a straight to streaming. Um which to be fair is is kinda how it's been created, I suppose. Uh maybe I just feel like we got spoiled with the first two seasons being above average, to be fair. Like they're I think season one is really good. I like it a lot. Season two, I think it ends. I don't love the Luke thing, but like other than that, I do think it's still a good season of TV. And then this just feels so, so much like an afterthought. Would you sure. like the Luke thing more if they didn't completely erase it almost immediately? I, 
Because honestly, that I like yes, I loved but, the Luke ending. Yes, but only because we got Grogu back. <laughs> Does that mean like only because if they didn't erase it so quick, we wouldn't have to deal with Grogu at all this season, and we could have had like Bo Katan and Din be like part like partners, not like uh you know yeah. sensual partners, yes. but you know buddies, buddies, right? <laughs> where where it always, it always feels like. Grogu is there, and it's and it's the Mandalorian and Grogu, and then Bo-Katan's kind of over here, and like we're telling her story, but we're gonna like she's just over here. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also about the Mandalorian. It's not about Bo-Katan, right? Well, it's right. supposed to be. Is it though? They said they don't know. <laughs> well, then they messed up because it should be. <laughs> they Din. they like came out and said they're like the Mandalorian might not be Din. Well, Din's the greatest thing of the series, so if it's not, then you've messed up. Din Grogu is the best thing of the series? (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) Star Wars just really likes giving characters that aren't related in other people's names. The same name. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, Din Skywalker would have been fine, too, honestly. (laughs) I hope episode 9 comes out and everyone's named Skywalker. Please and thank you. Obi-Wan what, Sorry, Skywalker. what did, so what did no, you say your rating was? Did you? Um, No, I didn't. I mean, it's weird to... I don't know how to really rate a move that show that's already straight to streaming. Sure. So I don't really know where to put it, but it's probably somewhere around straight to streaming to, okay. to Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Because, like, I, I went in with really low expectations because I saw all the stuff on Twitter and it looked, mm. it looked really bad. Yeah. Our, and, our uh, rating system doesn't really work for TV. <laughs> yeah, we did it originally for movies. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, so I'm like, I don't really know, like, but like, I know a lot of people that are just huge Mandalorian fans, like just Mandalorians as a whole. They just like that a lot and they really like the show. So it's like, you, if you I really think, like Mandalorians, then this show's, yeah, it and has like, a lot of faults, but you are still going to really like it. So, like Luke said, I think each episode does have something cool in there. So, like, as long if yeah, they we watch an abnormal yeah. amount of TV mm-hmm. and movies, and so I think we may be harsher naturally, right? Like we just we see things that are like yeah, so good, and then we we see things that are like so bad, <laughs> and uh, and this is one of those things where like I think. Our expectations for it were a little higher because it had things that came before, you know, seasons one and two, and that sets some precedent. And then, but but even if it's not that great, it has some moments in it for sure. Each episode has something that's you know yeah. maybe worth seeing. Put poor Pedro Pascal on his. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, uh, that's fun. well. <laughs> I, I don't want to spoil anything for something else. Oh, he oh. will. He will. <laughs> yeah. He will be put he, out of his I misery know, at some I know point. Where you're going. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. I like. I, I think it was totally fine. It definitely was a decline from the last two, but it wasn't as. I didn't think it was as, as big of a drop as I thought it was going to be. Good. There's well, just some rough episodes. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah I thought it. the start and the finish were good, and then I did not like the middle parts very much. But I got over it and. An hour and a half, and then I could just go to just. It ended well, which I think is better than the opposite. Yeah, a show that, well and ending bad. Yeah, yeah, a show that just can't figure out how to finish and the end just looks bad. And or Game if you feel like eight. super super which locked one? into Game of Thrones, Thrones season eight, eight. yeah, yeah. And it's also 
like we were talking about, these are shorter episodes. This is a quick season yeah. of TV. Like, even if you feel like you're suffering, you're not suffering for, for long. long. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, they, the, the season as a whole also did do a pretty decent job of feeling like Star Wars for the most part. Like I said, I think the middle parts were a little rough. But I'm like coming off of, (laughs) I'm coming off of like, I think the last show I watched was Andor, which was like, felt really Star Wars and was really good. Mm -hmm. But then before that was Book of Boba Fett, which felt like a, yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, I feel like this is kind of in between those two that feels Mm. more like Star Wars than Boba Fett. So I'm like, I'm still happy for the most part. Yeah. Because it still looked a little bit better than, than Boba Fett. Yeah. Because I was not a fan of that. Definitely a step up from Boba Fett still. For me, too. Yeah. I would agree with that. Boba Fett was shorter, though. Six, six episodes? It was only six. I think it was only six. And one Mando episode? Two. That's right. Oh. It was only five episodes and one yeah. Mando episode. Yeah, that's right. And the Mando right. episode that's was right. the only good episode. No. I actually the Tusk, I actually like the Tusken Raider episode. The Tusken Raider stuff is great. It's, it's just it's it started over off so fast. Really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we're not here to talk about Book of Boba No, Fett. no. My bad. No, no. You're good. That's or, just uh, where that's just where my head's at when I'm thinking about the Mandalorian when I was watching it was like how does this compare yeah. to all the other stuff that I've watched so Inevitably, far? Inevitably, we're going to compare it to things. So I'm just glad I can end season two of Mando three, just pre- no two, oh. and <laughs> end it there. That's where it ends so far for me. Oh, this is like the main Star Wars Skywalker saga. Just it ends with eight for me. And it ends at seven for me. Yeah, so. see? And it ends with nine for you. So yeah, we're all like happy. Nine. God, uh, how does it... I, I need to pick your brain on how anybody can like that film. It it baffles me. I talked to my... Probably wife. for the same reasons people would like Commando Season 3. I Maybe. just thought it was fun. I don't think it's great. <laughs> okay. I don't even say it's good. I just liked it. Because my brother is also a big Star Wars fan. I like took him into my wing. I was mm-hmm. like, you're going to love this because I do. Like, you have to watch it because we have one TV. I'm going to make you watch it a thousand times. <laughs> so, And he went and watched Nine. He was like, oh, that was awesome. I loved it. I'm like, what did you watch? <laughs> and then I went and talked to him like a week later. He was like, "I." we had a big debate and then he rewatched it. And he was like, I will never tell anybody they're wrong for hating it. Yeah. <laughs> Same with like, with Eight. I'll never tell anybody they're wrong for liking it. I Luke's see, my friend. This is my process <laughs> with Star Wars now. I eventually hit a point, and it will happen with both Man and Man of Season 3. Yeah. Something comes up, and it's like, what happened? Why is this so bad? And eventually, I'll just forget about it, and it'll be fine. Yeah. Happened with all the prequels. It'll happen with, it happened with all the sequels, yeah. and it'll happen with all the TV, too. That's how I roll with Star Wars now. I hung a bunch of Star Wars posters over Well, we will... Uh... We'll leave, we'll leave. I think I think that's a good yeah. place to wrap up Mandalorian season three. Um, none of us were like it's fantastic, but it had some good some good bits, and I think uh, you know it kind of exists where it belongs in streaming. Um, you don't really have to pay anything more than a Disney Plus subscription. Nope. So we'll see if they ever make another movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> We can hop on over to Ghosted real quick. These guys... Real quick. <laughs> these guys got to watch Ghosted. It's Apple TV+. Plus. We got to? We got to watch it. We got to. Uh, That's true. Apple we TV were blessed Plus. with our Apple we TV. We were blessed. Starring... To, to be able to watch Chris Anna Evans de Armas and Chris Evans. Yeah. And Arna, Arma, uh, Anna de Armas. So what, you guys go take it away. What did you think of the movie? 
was crap. That good, eh? <laughs> it was crap. I hated it. I was trying to think of something clever to say, but all I got is it's crap. Um, it's a rom-com where the two leads, both incredibly beautiful people, have zero chemistry. Zero. None. The act, bad acting. If, if you want to see how the acting is in this movie, just watch the opening scene with Ana de Armas. Where she's talking on her phone, you'll just be like, oh, I get it. I, I didn't, I honestly didn't know she could act bad. I'd never, like, seen it before. This is like, she's off an Oscar nom. I think yeah. it's wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was thinking about that when it started, too. I was like, oh, wow. She, yeah, she was on now for an Oscar. And she's doing, that's pretty cool. I was seeing it's like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this isn't going to be good, is it? Ah! Look, we all have those those days at work where we're like, I'm here. I'm here to get paid. I'm here the to get paid. <laughs> this couldn't have paid that much, though. That's what that's what baffles me about this. Like, this couldn't have paid a lot of money. And this has a stacked cast. Yeah. Because you got Chris Evans and uh, Anna de Armas, and then you also have a bunch of cameos from pretty good actors. And our main villain is an Adrian Academy Brady. Award winning yeah. actor. Like... There's yeah, there's tons of names in this. Movie. Yeah, and and you know what? Every time somebody popped up for a cameo, I hated it a little bit more. Yes, the cameos are really bad. Yeah, the things I wrote down is one. This feels like a movie that was made for and by TikTokers. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god, you're so right. It just feels like there's just like moments that they're like that could be a TikTok. And that's how they wrote it, mm. hoping that that would sell. And guess what? I saw ads for this on TikTok like crazy. And not just like ads, like paid ads, just like people before the movie TikTok. came out, just like clips of it on TikTok. And I'm like, what is this? And it's like, oh, it's a movie coming out in three weeks. I'm like, first of all, how do you have this? <laughs> and second, why am I watching an entire scene on TikTok before a movie's out? Um Oh, man. So that's what I thought several times, and this also feels much more like a Netflix movie than an Apple TV Plus movie. And that's what kind of surprised me when I started. Seeing you know why? You're right. I yeah, like, I you're, think you're right. I didn't even think yeah. about that. If it's on Netflix, I think this hits perfectly fine. But this is Apple TV is supposed to be a it's higher brow premium. Yeah, it's it's right? supposed it's... to be better written stuff, better acted movies that have a little bit more weight to them, and this has zero weight. Um. So yeah, no, I I agree. This was not very good. I I, like I said I fell asleep twice trying to watch <laughs> this movie. Um, I mean, yes, it was late, but I watch <laughs> movies late all the time and can usually get through ninety five percent of the movie, especially if it's a new movie. I'll usually finish it and then pass out shortly after. Mm -hmm. But I would fall asleep within ten minutes because it just there's just it's just empty, just an empty relationship, or they're trying to force. This this yeah empty relationship. It's supposed to be a spy movie. It, at the it end of this, at the end of this movie, I was like, they're in love. <laughs> like you just don't believe it for one second. It's like the most ham fisted relationship. Well, the the whole story is ham fisted. Like yeah. they just there's no like everything is straight told to you line by line. Every aspect of the the movie. 
it's all there's no hiding anything. Like they're mm-hmm. just gonna straight tell you with dialogue everything that's happening, so they're like you, you won't get lost. Mm-hmm. Like you're a child trying to watch this movie, but then also they talk about sex for about thirty percent of the movie, which was a reoccurring bit that does not land. It was like it's first farmer. They just kept on te- like several times. Or I mean, there was the reoccurring bit of get a room. They were like trying to force feed the, the fact that these two have sexual tension and have a romance. So they just have to tell you because they can't act it or like write it that way. So mm-hmm. they they had to physically tell you that they're they like each other and that and it's like almost, will they? Won't they? I'm hoping they won't. <laughs> I'm hoping it'll end. Ugh, yeah, just have I to... have uh, written down, this is egregious cameos and licensed music in the movie. So you complained in Mario the licensed music didn't work. No. I raise you this. No, you, that's another reason why I thought it was like TikTok. I was like, <laughs> they're just like doing TikTok songs. They're trying to like make these TikTok songs. There's a climactic gun battle to a, a town bunk. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. it started and I was just like, I didn't think they could make me hate this any more than I thought they could. Literally, I, I was like, what? Yeah. And then it just like stops and it goes into the normal score. It's not a good score. No. It's like loops off Apple. Like, I know we've done in our past movies. Yeah. It's okay. Hey, we also had zero budget. <laughs> and it was zero budget dollars. It was 3 a.m. And it was 3 a.m. <laughs> and it was a race. We had 30, yeah. 36 hours. Um, but... Yeah, the reason why I thought the like licensed music thing was so overdone and felt like a TikTok phase was because you said I was talking about earlier and you said like TikToks will like have like a whole movie. Yeah. You just watch a minute and a half. They'll put a song over that scene because it'll get more likes or whatever. Yeah. And that's what these scenes felt like. They were just like, Oh, we're we have a scene here, we're just gonna throw this this popular song over it. Mm-hmm. So that oh people will be like oh I know that song that's cool yeah while and they're watching like there's one licensed song in there that like, actually makes sense which was Taxman which they allude to the movie <laughs> yeah and then they use it and it's like great that was probably the there was like two things I liked in it and that was probably one of them which doesn't matter in the slightest the other thing that I liked um which also doesn't matter was when Chris Evans was at his house and his family was just making fun of him <laughs> that's the movie I want I want hey. I'm stuck here at home trying to help my family. I have this plant business, maybe not going well. I want that movie. <laughs> I I was actually interested in a little bit in his little farmer's market plant shop. So you want like a lifetime movie? No, let's make it eight twenty four. <laughs> let's like pop a demon oh. in the end. <laughs> oh. the demons are all full. Or the oh. plants all had spirits in them or something. <laughs> A, a lifetime movie plot filled with an A24 twist. Honestly, the movie I want is Minari. That's what I want. <laughs> go watch that instead. I I've mean, seen it. It was you, awesome. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, Just go watch that instead of Ghosted. You could watch almost anything over this movie, and it would be a, a yeah, good this pick. Yeah, this is horrible. There's, and then I, I, I kind of want to spoil this. Um, and I, I, honestly, free, I, I honestly think this is an okay spoiler, because if you're like me, this alone would be in the movie and just knock it down a notch on our system anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't want to know anything, you're only watching it, now's your chance. Skip 30 It'll seconds. only last about 10 seconds, whatever. <laughs> um, there's a Ryan Reynolds cameo. And it makes no sense. It's not funny. It popped up and I went, 
It was just another sex joke. Yep. It's like, that- oh, my dick got shot off. <laughs> then he left. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He was literally used to be like, I, I slept with you, Anna de Armas. I still love you. And that was it. I'm trying to figure out what Ana de Armas was more of a sex, sex object as. In this one or the Marilyn Monroe movie? Blonde. <laughs> I haven't seen Blonde yet. I, I, I'm scared to. I was excited for it. And I've heard a lot of bad things, so I've been scared to watch it. I think, and I really like Anna de Armas too. Performance. Yeah, but and I really like her, so I was like, I do want to watch it, but I also don't want to watch it if it's like degrading to people or and women in general. So yeah. right. I was like, I really don't know what to do. So but, same. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hated that cameo, and it. Legit kind of made me mad. Every cameo was bad, though. I mean, they had, like, just... There were three cameos within, I think, 40... 45 seconds? There were, I think there were three cameos in 45 seconds, and they were just three different MCU characters. And it was... Was the second one? Falcon, uh, Winter Soldier, and... It, it was, it was, it was, I know him from Cowboy Bebop. And uh, I don't remember from Marvel, though. I thought he was in a Marvel movie. I could be wrong, but I thought... John Chu. Yeah. Sorry, spoiler. I don't think about it. He was in the movie for literally 12 seconds. Is he in a Marvel movie? I don't even remember. I I thought all of them were. I don't think so. Okay. John Cho. Sorry, I messed that up. Uh, He's in Star Trek. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. But I thought he was in a Marvel movie too. But okay, so three out of, two out of three of their cameos were MCU characters. And uh, they were both... The other versions of Captain America. Because you had Falcon and you had the Winter Soldier. So it was just kind of dumb. Yeah, I know. It was just (laughs) stupid. I was like, why? why, You could have just had these be blank faces and it would have been. I think it would have been a pretty good scene. Yeah. Actually, because I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. But I was so annoyed by the the cameo. cameo. Yeah, I know. That's what I. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say with it. Yeah. So I'm hearing a. uh, I'm hearing lots. Booyah. I'm curious. <laughs> How? <laughs> How did that get to? <laughs> um, Easton, we're stamping that into, we're etching that into stone forever. He's giving this movie a booyah. Total recommendation. Mm-hmm. Go subscribe to Apple TV Plus. <laughs> just to watch this. For this. Yeah, just to watch this every Friday. On, re- on repeat, mm-hmm. once a week. Listen, if, if you hate your life <laughs> and you want to hate it a little bit more, and watch probably one of the worst movies of the year. This is fanboy worthy. I think that I think well, I think the only way you could put this at fanboy worthy is just if if you like Anna Day Armors that much and you just want to see her kick some ass for a little bit and then wear a sexy dress at the end. Like or I, I, even if you are one of the people that loves watching bad movies, but like this doesn't even feel like a bad it's good movie. It's just like this is one of the most lazy movies. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's just, yeah. There's, there's no identity with it. Um, Whatever easy shoehorn trope you can put for every single rom-com spy movie you can think of, they did in the movie. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just like, what? The, the script basically wrote itself. Maybe it was written by ChatGPT. Maybe, <laughs> maybe this was the first AI-generated script. That would make sense. Ahead of its time. Whoa. See, where are the writers? Because I can't remember. Who they are. Well, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the Rhett Reese, Paul Wernick, Chris McKenna, Eric Summers. Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. They were. Four writers. Yeah. 
That's a lot. I know they the, wrote Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool's okay. Now I know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, the. Definitely not a recommendation no, no. from this is, the fanboys, and that's... No, this, it's it's a dumpster fire. I wasn't... I'm not quite to that far. I think this is perfectly fine at a straight-to-streaming. I would say it would be on Netflix and make way more sense, and I think there would be a lot of 14-year-olds that would find this very funny. 14-year-olds are kind of dumb, though. I know. That's the point, though. That's why they're on Netflix. That's, that's why the kissing booth makes... Has their second most watches on Netflix. I mean, these movies make sense for... I, I think it would have done just fine on Netflix, and that's where it should have been. And I don't know why Apple TV picked this up, other than maybe they just thought Anna Armas was on a high, and that somehow that was gonna mm. well, make they, it good. They actually picked this up. I was while you guys were, ah. I was looking into it because I was like, Crapping "How on did this, movie? this happen?" So they picked it up um, when it was so when it, it kind of gotten pitched. Skydance was like trying to find leads, and they came down with. Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson. I I don't think that makes the movie better. I one hundred percent thought throughout this movie, I was like, this makes more sense for Scarlett Johansson than it does Anna Armas. But that's who was originally cast, and then she had to back out for uh, scheduling reasons. They probably would have at least had chemistry, but other than that, like this I don't blame Anna Armas for any of it. It would still have been an issue. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like there are bigger bigger problems overall there. Yeah. So. Well, darn! I uh, <clears throat> you were excited for this one. I was not. Ex- oh, okay. <laughs> I was not excited for it, but it was more like, a, okay, like I may have fun with it. Yeah. You know, it's gonna be dumb, but like maybe I'll have fun, and and I'm not. I'm now convinced I won't have fun. But I literally <laughs> turned on the NBA playoffs on my computer when I was watching this. <laughs> just, uh, I just. You just like the NBA playoffs. Though. I really do, but I'll, I'll just have a glass of whiskey when I watch it, and it'll make it. I was like, I, "This is not wor- miss- worth missing a basketball game <laughs> yeah. for." I mean, I, I would not say that like this is a waste of like I didn't feel like I wasted my time, and that it was like a half star. This is a deplor- deplorable movie right. that is like that level. So I'm s- slightly above where where. All right. Luke is at, but it's still I, really okay. bad. It's, it's a, still really bad. I gave it one and a half stars. Yeah. It's a okay. high dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's still in the dumpster, but it's like at the top, right? Like it's not buried underneath I, all of the I tossed it in the scraps. dumpster. I tossed it in the dumpster. I dumped on the gasoline. I lit the match and it went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lit it up. Lit it up. All right. Well, okay. uh, there wasn't a lot of news this week, but I'll just. There's a couple things. Uh, Luis Leterrier? He's the guy who came in to... Nailed it. ...finish. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. Uh, he came in to finish Fast X um, as a director. He is coming back to do Fast 11. Oh, nice. Or whatever they're going to call it. Probably, look, they don't have Fast a, 10, your seatbelts, part two. Part two. <laughs> Well, I think, is it 11 or 12 It's supposed to be the end? 11 is supposed to be one. the end. Okay. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. So, then we get Hobbs and Shaw part two, finally. <laughs> finally. Finally. <laughs> the Rock's going to need to do something. He's got Bloodshot 2 to make. Uh, no, it's Vin. That's Vin Diesel. Black oh, oh, who was... Who, oh, that's some who did real you say? shade. That's some real shade. The Rock. Oh, you said The Rock. <laughs> I was just thinking the main character of... of, of <laughs> Fast and Furious, so I just assumed you were talking about the other bald guy in the movie. Look, like, if... 
Um, yeah, no, Hobbs. The yeah, yeah, the, the Rock and uh, Jason Statham. Oh yeah, there's three bald men in this movie. Right. <laughs> there's so many bald men. So many bald men. Um, and the only other little bit of news that I've got here is that uh, Juno Temple is apparently reportedly in talks to join Tom Hardy Boom. in Venom Three. Which I, uh, you know, I just I kind of knew that it was coming, but I was really hoping. I just hope it, it's her it character just... from Ted Lasso is going to be. <laughs> <on the character. laughs> yes, please. Oh, I love that. There's all that Lulu and Stitch news, but it's a it's a dumpster fire of a discussion right now. So yeah, I yeah. I just see it all over Twitter. It's it's a it's yeah, a Chris, hot mess. If, yeah, so apparently to no, this was earlier. There's like Friday. There's just a bunch of different casting stuff. And, yeah, and we've and talked about some of it, but people Chris on Sanders, Twitter are going crazy. Who and was the original voice of Stitch is reportedly in talks to to voice Stitch again yeah. in the live action version. Well, they they announced the that Bubbles, Bubbles wasn't going to be in it. Oh, and then they announced that never mind, he is going to be in it because there was such a backlash that they were going to take out Bubbles. So Ving Rhames, yeah, doing it. I don't know if he's doing it, but the character Bubbles, they took him out of the live action movie. They said he wasn't going to be in it, and then there was such a backlash. They're like, never mind. Bubbles is back in. I'm actually, please forgive us. Ving Rhames is going to voice Stitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Oh, All right. Well, I don't have any other news. Yeah, I, I there really was. I didn't see it. It was a slow. Yeah. It was a slow news week. So we just. I'll tell you what. It's CinemaCon is this week, which means the Flash is premiering, and I'm just really <sighs> excited to hear reactions from that. Those first because yeah. obviously once Twitter reacts to something, I can use Twitter as my reaction because <laughs> I can't have my own, right? No, 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 no. Of course not. Yeah. Um. So real quick before we wrap up. What'd you guys do this week? You got anything that any like new things that you watched that you want to give us like a real brief update on? Like kind of like thumbs up, thumbs down. I thought it was fanboy worthy or, or whatnot. Easton, you're you're a special guest, so we'll start with you. Uh like I said, I was in the movie theater a lot this last week. Nothing wrong. Sounds like a good week to it, me. Um it was off and on. <laughs> uh <laughs> Well, it started with the Pope's Exorcist. Um, yeah, I'm not well, yeah, that's fine. It's a it's a fanboy. I mean, if you're in the Exorcist world and you like sure. that kind of stuff, that's right up your alley. But if it's not, you're gonna hate it. It's these are made for specific people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so they know who they're catering to, and it works well. They make money off of those people, and Russell Crowe's in it, and I think that he was a great addition. He speaks Latin. English and Italian in the movie, which I thought was wow. extremely cool because he's supposed to be at the Vatican and I guess they speak all three languages. But anyways, that was cool. But I thought that was, uh, that was what it started off with. It was like, okay, it's not, not so it was, bad. It was pretty good. Yeah. And then I ran into Renfield right after that. We did a double oh. feature and I thought Renfield was a straight to streaming not very good. Yeah. Well, hold on. Are we talking like Apple TV Plus straight to streaming or Netflix? <laughs> Netflix for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This it's just over the top goofy stupid. It's like uh, I feel like this would be a movie directed by Adam Sandler, not oh, whatever. Interesting. Just like the over the top goofiness. Like I mean, not at the level of like so movie Halloween. Like Maybe I freaking loved. Hubie I know Halloween. you do. It's not quite to that level, but that's almost. I feel like it was almost in that realm. Once again, I won't say it's good. Yeah, but, but I you like it. it. That's totally <laughs> fine. Um, but it's. 
But there's a lot of action. It's not, you know, it's really bloody, gory, over-the-top action stuff. Yeah. But it's that goofiness that Adam Sandler does with his kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Why I'm equating it to that. Okay. Um, and then I did uh, Suzumi, which is a animated movie. Um, I guess I could pull up the director. He's done Your Name and um, Weathering With You. I are, love Weathering With You. Yeah, so it's the oh, same director so um, of those two. I actually have only seen Your Name. haven't seen Weathering With You yet. Okay. It's definitely on my watch list. Um, Makoto Shinkai? Yes. I was not even going to attempt to say it. <laughs> I butchered that. I know it, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I but, shouldn't have tried. Um, I definitely think that's a... that's teetering on a booyah for me um i just his animation's beautiful yeah his stories are really uh i mean they're they're sci-fi-esque um i mean i guess i don't know about weathering for you it, but yeah, yeah no, they, it, it they always teeter on, yeah. on like a uh on a sci-fi um but at the heart of it it's always about uh, a relationship and usually romance um and i really yeah. en- enjoyed how that all tied together and um yeah really enjoyed it and then I did what you guys did last week and watched Return of the King Extended Edition Heck yeah. in theaters. Heck yeah. Uh, and I don't so think good. I've seen Return of the King since high school. Oh, so, wow. Because I, I always, I can't watch, like, I have to watch them back to back to back. Mm-hmm. I'm not just going to plug in Return of the King sure. and watch it. So did you, you pre-gamed then a little bit. So Tristan and I started watching, started re-watching them again, and we made it through the first two, but then never got to the last one because it's four and a half hours long. Yeah. Um, and then this, and then it just like popped up and I'm like, there we go. We're just going to go watch. Perfect. Yeah. Like, but I mean, I think we watched them like three, four months ago or something like that. So it's been some, a little bit of time, but I'm like, no. And so we just watched last 30 minutes of twin towers and then two towers, two towers. towers. (laughs) 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 Sorry. That's the joke. My friends always say about the movie. Oh my my gosh. (laughs) The look look on Easton's face when he realized that. Priceless. Uh, yeah, I guess. Two Towers. So you watched the, the, the last 30 minutes of Two Towers. I also don't know when that movie came out, but I don't know how... Two I don't know how they swindled that. But that, I've called it Twin Towers since I was in high school. so ah. Or probably middle school, but sorry. Um, yeah, and then, so we like finished the last 30 minutes of that yeah. and then went over to watch Return of the King. And yeah, theater experience was fantastic. I've never seen a theater that quiet before. It was insane. I've had so many bad theater experiences over the last two years mm-hmm. since COVID. Yep. And mm-hmm. completely silent. Everybody was like, we are in for this ride. And like a few people got up for like popcorn stuff. Yeah. But not even a lot. Over a four and a half hour movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, and like our theater was super engaged. You're laughing and mm-hmm. going like, oh, when people died. And oh. although there was the lady in like the third row who was playing Pokemon Go on her phone. No I don't know way. if you noticed that. I didn't. Oh, I, I must have not had the right angle. I had Someone's the perfect, I had the perfect angle for you, it. You should have asked me for some popcorn. I, I would have given you ammunition. I, conf- I confront like 100 people. 100 feet away. <laughs> huh? I confront people. We were, I don't. I deal with it. <laughs> we were watching... We were, During the Pope's Exorcist, the person next to us was just on Snapchat full bright for like, 50, like 10 minutes. Uh, and I was just like, hey, can you put your phone away? And she was like, what? Yeah. I'm like... Put your phone away. The only time I ever confronted somebody was when he went and saw Multiverse of Madness. Was that when the child was kicking you? You confronted the child. <laughs> no, if a hey. child is kicking me behind me, I Sometimes give the child needs to get 
sometimes a child should stay at home because <laughs> it's a PG-13 movie with people getting disemboweled. Oh. No, um, Multiverse of Madness was the kid beside me who was texting the people on the other that's side right. of us. That's right. And he texted right. them and then looked down. That's right. And, you know, I hated that movie. I really did. And I was not enjoying myself. And it was probably... It just makes it worse. Yeah, I made it way worse. Two-thirds of the way through, I just leaned over to him when he's on his phone. And I just went, leaned over and I said, can you please stop using your phone? Said it like in the most... Mean, Condescending. Mean but nice way possible. And he's just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, if somebody's getting my chair behind me, you give them the dad look, which is the... Yeah. It's like who is that? The the worst <laughs> thing is when be? when the dad gives you that look on like you tap his chair the first time like an hour and twenty minutes into the movie on accident and he's like, "Are you serious right now?" It's like, <laughs> bro, it's not like I've been doing it all time. I just it's moved like my a... feet. <laughs> I moved my feet and happened to tap your chair like ever so slightly. <laughs> you know, the worst movie thing I had was we watched Infinity Pool. Yeah, and there were. Two mothers that brought their two kids in that were less than three years old oh. into watch Infinity Pool, and I wanted to call Child Protective Services. <laughs> I there's so, there's full on sex scenes and like whole on like torture scenes with full on blood. I mean orgies, and these kids are just sitting up front. What's this movie? <laughs> it's not um, sexy, man. No, it, um, it's the wrong kind. It I, is the wrong kind of orgy. When I went and saw. Uh, the third Fantastic Beasts movie, there was a lady who had a newborn, maybe like two months. And I tell you what, that baby was so engaged in the movie, just <laughs> not a sound, not a sound. You know why? Because they haven't been introduced to the Marvel movies yet. <laughs> that movie ruins kids and they just forget how to behave in a movie. That's what it is? Yes. I blame Disney. I Understandable. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's yeah, theater theater uh, etiquette has definitely gone downhill. Yeah. And, and but I will agree that the Return of the King extended edition in theaters is I think just because it's like a one night event, it, it is it's an event. And the people that the only people that are gonna go are people are that who really, want to be there. And it's they seven care. o'clock on a weekday. Yeah, I had to take the next day off because yeah. <laughs> I have to get up early for work. Oh, so. I struggled through. I struggled through my work day. Yeah, I. I was I, fine. I drive a work truck at five o'clock in the morning to Hutchinson. I'm like, I ain't taking that. I ain't taking that risk. No. Um, I finished it up be with safe for everyone. Yes, I do yeah. not want to t-bone someone. Yes. And I got home from that movie and I still didn't go to the bathroom. <laughs> Um, held on. Was it letting go of that feeling? I finished up the movie week with Bo is Afraid. Yes. Um, the Ari Aster. Ari Aster, which was my favorite. He <laughs> Ari Aster was my favorite up and coming director until this movie. Okay. Um, mm. Hereditary is my favorite horror movie of all time. I have it at five it's out of five. Fantastic. It's probably in my top ten movies. Midsommar is right there. It's really close. Um, and I had Ari Aster above the other two up and coming horror movie people, which is, uh, Robert Egger and, uh, Jordan Peele. But I think they both pass him after this movie. Yeah. Um, it's even with Eggers doing a mythical Norse. <laughs> I love piece. the Northmen. Don't you dare. But, like it's not a horror movie. No, though. it's not. It's not a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. That movie's awesome. Yeah, okay, I was like, that was like, I think that was my favorite movie of last year, wasn't it? It was right up there with the Batman. 
That was two of my favorites. Um, but this was actually like teetering on a booyah until the last 40 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I see all of the tones that he's sitting here, all of the like uh, the vision and the perspective that he's trying to show, and like this alternate version of horror um that's not body horror or jump scares it's more environmental like Mm -hmm. not necessarily like uh atmosphere but like legit environmental of like the area that you're in creates this terror because i mean the movie's called bo is afraid and then the last 40 minutes just goes off the rails in all of the worst directions Mm. um and yeah i did a full review on it on the movie moron with trevor um and also did one for Renfield and uh, the Pope's Exorcist, but yeah. yeah, we we both felt the same way that the ending really just ruins the rest of the movie. Everything that you thought it was tonally doing gets completely shifted, and just it feels like he just I, I don't know if the end was his vision or not. I like I, this movie is supposed to all be his vision, but yeah. Well, sometimes I, I don't know what happened. If you give if you give a director complete creative com- cruel, complete which he had, control. I believe. You uh you end up with something that 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 is a little more out there and a yeah. little more weird and it's a not, little that's less, not what's wrong with it. It yeah. being out there isn't what's wrong with it. I have no problem with things that are really out there and wild. It's just it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. They yeah. just throw they throw too many loops in. There needed to be someone to say, "Wait a second. <laughs> and there just maybe wasn't. Yeah, I, or just be like, okay, you need to like. Be solid in one aspect so Mm -hmm. that like there's one note throughout that's the same so that the audience has some sort of uh, like grounding in what the movie's like fully about. Yeah. Instead, it just it goes in 17 different directions in the last 40 minutes and you're just like, I I can't keep up. And now I like nothing that I've seen before this moment matters. So. It's yeah, it's always when, when you have such a high. You're riding on that high up until like the finale, yeah. and then it's like, oh and, no! And like the the way that they started the finale, I was like, whoa, this is really cool. And mm-hmm. then they just crap on what they, mm-hmm. yeah, or he Darn. did. So I don't know. Obviously, he had something he was trying to do. I don't think it. Uh, I don't think it related, or was communicated well enough. Didn't land the plane. No, I don't think so. Um, I, I would might want to hear a director like him explain yeah what like he, a commentary type thing. I hate listening to commentaries of movies, but I might just to see where his head was at to see if there is some sort of commonality for the entire yeah. film, or if it is just this happens, this happens, and then this is happening. Mm-hmm. And if it is like almost three different movies, yeah. like I hear a lot of people say that Stanley Kubrick movies are each one of his movies are two separate movies. You have his first half, which is one movie, his second half, which is a different movie. Maybe that's kind of what he was trying to do. I can kind of see that, yeah. Maybe that's what he was trying to do. Is like the first hour of this movie is one movie. The second hour is a different type of horror movie thing. Mm-hmm. And then the last hour is something completely different. Because hmm. they do have... It's three distinct settings. <clears throat> yeah. But I could see the theme in the first two and it did not last. Didn't translate in well in the third. So where do you, where, you... You said it was teetering at a booyah, but and it, then it came down it to It crashed where? all the way down to um, Matthew McConaughey to... I don't know if all the way to to a um, straight to streaming. I don't know if it crashed that far. But just maybe because, a low Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Because there, I still did really enjoy the first two and a half, like yeah. almost two hours and twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. So just like you're really enjoying. The next time you watch it, you can just be like, pause, and I'm done. Cut, All yeah. right. <laughs> you really could. Like there's there's about seven different endings. Wow. Like it ends and then keeps going. It ends and it keeps going. It ends and it keeps going. And like I thought there was going to be this moment that's like clarity mm-hmm. for our character, which would also mean there's some clarity. For the audience. Right. But instead, he just piles it on without any explanation. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I now... I, and I'm like, I don't need you to tell me. Yeah. You can just, like, do some sort of metaphor of showing it of some... And instead, he just sinks it. Quite literally. Darn. If you've watched it. Well. Um, other than that, just played some Last of Us... Or not Last of Us. Uh, MLB The Show with Tyler. Oh! Still trying to get him to play Last of Us too. That's why that's <laughs> on the mind. But it's But it's not working. He's wanting to play Star Wars Fallen Order. So. Yeah, that's, that's coming yeah. out. And Ted Lasso's wrapping up, so yeah, watching that and can't wait for that. To, well, I want it to never stop, but it will. <laughs> yeah, so. It's the last season. I know. I, I really hope it somehow gets a reliving because I, I don't see how they're going to finish it with. I want the spinoff, but Quidditch that I pitched a couple <laughs> weeks ago <laughs> where it's a muggle has to coach a Quidditch, Quidditch team. team. I love that idea. Please and oh, all those characters. I just love all those characters so much. I just, Do you watch it, Ted Lasso? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, I just love every, every, every Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. So I'm. I haven't watched this latest episode because I watch it with my wife Tristan, and mm. she's been dead busy this week, so we haven't had a chance. But so I think this episode is the best one, at least of this season. I that's what I've heard. Loved it. There's so many just great character moments. For so many different people. It was also a very long episode. I don't. I think it was like a full hour. Oh, which, wow. Which I think is pretty rare. That for is rare for They usually episode. teeter around the 45 to 50. Yeah. yeah. Every and once in a while going below 40. Like there's some great stuff with Ted. Uh, there's uh, Jamie and Roy are off doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a bit with uh, the, the boss. I can't remember her name. Hannah Weidenham's character. Um, and then the rest of the team are doing something. It's just... Yeah. It, it was it was so so good and it was it was really funny but then like Ted Lasso also hits you with those emotional moments mm-hmm. all the time yeah. just like am <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I laughing or am I crying um, both but yeah same time so yeah I, that's that's I think that's the extent of cool. my week it was less video games and more movies this week yeah. that's fair. Luke, you said you, you're watching Ted Lasso. Yep. What else are you watching? I got I got my shows that I watch every week. Ted Lasso's one. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yep. Uh, Perry Mason, which only has one episode left. I'm really excited for that finale, which I'll watch tomorrow. I think it airs tonight. But uh, yep. see, I th- is there another show? Oh, there's Mandalorian, which. But uh. My my week has really been a lot of NBA playoffs. Uh, I'm watching it right now. Basketball. Um, I'm just, I'm just saying ball. it's the games have been really entertaining right. for this playoffs. Like the <laughs> the Miami Heat are the eight seed. They're playing the the Bucks, which are the one seed. Miami's up three one right now. Uh, so well, let's go underdogs. It's, it's very intense. Um, I, I've been having a lot of fun watching it. Nice. Um, all I've been watching this week, uh, has been Mythic, well, I watched Mandalorian, obviously, but Mythic <laughs> Quest Season 3, which came out oh, yeah. end of last year, but I finally got back, I resubbed uh, Apple TV, so I'm, I've been binging that, and then I'll get into 
Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is finished. I'll, I'll just binge all of that. You can watch Tetris. I need to watch Tetris. <laughs> um, maybe not Ghosted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. Stephanie still wants to watch it, so I, I was about watch to say, it with her. I, and I'll, I feel we'll like probably have a fun time laughing at it. Yes. At this, point. I feel like if I watched it with Tristan, I pr- may have felt a little bit more at ease with watching it because she may have had some more enjoyment than me. But yeah. I was watching it by myself. Yeah. <laughs> I too was watching it. Yeah. I will live by myself. <laughs> Call me. I'll come over. To watch Ghosted. To watch Ghosted. <laughs> to watch if, romantic if, comedies. If you're, if you're coming over to watch something, we're not going to watch Ghosted. We're going to watch something good. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Ghosted too. <clears throat> we're gonna we're gonna watch. Um, shoot, I can't even remember the name of it because it's so crazy. It's. Oh, uh, we're gonna watch Terrifier too. No, we're gonna oh. watch the Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai through the Eighth Dimension. <laughs> That's what we're watching. What? If you want to watch a bad. Oh, oh, a bad movie. A, a good bad movie. That's the one you watch. It's the most ridiculous thing in the world. It like it, you finish it and you're like, "This is the fake movie." <laughs> how, how did this get? How did, it it stars uh, the guy who was RoboCop. Oh, and uh, like John Lithgow, I think it's the bad guy. Hold on, now I gotta look it up. I need to Robo, rewatch it. RoboCop is uh, uh, RoboCop. He's the corn version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was getting ready to say it, and you beat it to Peter Weller? Yeah. Okay. It has the best credits of any movie ever. <laughs> it's, dude, yeah, it's John Lithgow. Holy crap. Oh, dude. It's so good. Well, okay. It sounds like I know Luke and I are going to have a movie date this week, and that's what we're watching. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> we're going to make it happen. I don't know how. I'm the Jeff busiest Goldblum? person on earth right now, but we're going to make it happen somehow. Jeff Goldblum, Christopher Lloyd. Oh my gosh. Um, we have over in the chat... Clancy Brown. Was that all you did? That's really all I did. Okay. I, like I said, I've been super busy, <laughs> yeah. so... Um, but Baroque, Baroque and Roller over in the chat has a fan box question for us. It's perfect. One to end on. As we were talking about Mandalorian and Ted Lasso... Would you rather have a show with too few seasons, but they're all good slash great, or a show that goes on longer, but experiences a sharp decline in quality? Too few. Yeah. I think almost everybody will say, say too that. few. I think if there's a slight decline, it's it's still fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you have a sharp, sharp decline, yeah. then then yeah, because you feel like you're ruining the past seasons. I mean, we just talked about with Game of Thrones. Almost everybody feels like that show was ruined because of the sharp decline in the last two seasons. I just think of like Arrow and Flash, Supernatural. Every CW show where they just milk it for as long as they can. And eventually nobody's watching anymore because it's so bad. And it's like, those, I don't know, if, would you say that those have sharp declines? I, I think they have slow but steady declines and they go on long enough that you end up in just a really bad place i feel like that maybe ca- but like you had for arrow for existence existence <laughs> example, example. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh like seasons one and two were so good even three it was like started off really good was kind of a miss more at the end mm-hmm. season four was a big miss but then season five was awesome maybe even the best season Whoa. And then it went on three more seasons. Yeah. It's, I think you just need to know where you're going to end. It's a really big thing. Like, for instance, we have a new Harry Potter show coming out. They <laughs> said, we're doing it for 10 years. It's going to be seven seasons, one per book. Yeah. 
Like, I think that helps a lot instead of like just going, you know, we're going to just make Harry Potter stuff for the next 20 years. Yeah. Or right. saying like, no we're insight. Yeah. Like, yeah. or we're making season one and we're going to see if we're going to make season two, if it makes money. And then after season two comes out, Oh, mm-hmm. I guess we're going to make season three now. Or like Ted Lasso. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's a show that can keep going and going and going. And eventually people are like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. But like, they're not like, okay, season three is going to be our last one. Yeah. We're telling a story and stories have endings. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. the problem I do have though, is I, I feel like three seasons is just too short for like any kind of good show. I feel like five seasons is like, that's should be kind of the cutoff when you're writing a show. You should have five seasons in mind. Like three remember. seasons how just feels episodes, too short. How many episodes are it's Ted Hager. Lasso? It's anywhere from eight to ten. Eight to ten. I have no idea. Yeah, I think it's somewhere in that range. Okay, here's kind of the new standard. Here's the question: If Freaks and Geeks got a second season, and it was horrible, <laughs> <laughs> would anybody care about that show? Mm. That show is regarded as like one of the one greatest of the shows best yeah. because it was. Just a great one season, and then I got it got canceled. Baroque over in the chat says, "Into the Badlands should have yeah. gotten more than three seasons." Awesome show, <laughs> awesome show. Well, I have not finished it. I I see it got, him tweeting about it all the time. It's his favorite show. It got like, ever. It got canceled, and yeah. I I just watched it on Netflix. Yeah. Probably one of the reasons it got canceled. And then I th- I thought it was over, and then like just like a couple weeks ago, it's like new episodes, and I was like, "What the heck." I have stuff I have watched. Oh, it's an AMC yet. show. Yeah. It's like. It started like. Ooh, I think. It's like Crouching oh. Tiger, Hidden Dragon, like yeah. martial arts in this crazy fantasy world. It's super fun. Yeah. All I, right. They were, I remember when I was still watching The Walking Dead episode to episode, they promoted that show like crazy. There's an example mm-hmm. of a show that just went on too mm-hmm. long. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. Like, I just feel like they're. That, one season or two, unless it's like you market it as like a limited series. Sure. Then like one season's fine. Like Chernobyl or whatever. Like that makes sense. That it's one season. Like it, or, you know, John Adams or whatever. So Chernobyl bomb went off again. <laughs> Chernobyl yeah. returns. Yeah. But if you're going to make a TV show, I, I, and like, if it ends up being good, you should have, I think five seasons worth of content. Three seasons just feels so short. Shows, shows also, Unlike, I mean, movies do this more and more now. Have ensembles, yeah. And shows you have the the time and space to to present a lot of characters. And I think with something like, you know, three to five seasons, you can explore all the different characters. Or you know, there's room for growth there beyond just like your main character has an arc in, over the course of two or three seasons. It's like, okay, yeah, they have their arc. Now, how does that affect the yeah. people around them? Yeah. You know what I'm a it, little nervous about? The Last of Us. I'm I'm not nervous at all. I'm just nervous they're going to be like, okay, we finished season three. Game part two is over. And we're going to keep going with our own characters and do our own thing. Well, I, Neil Druckmann's writing it. There's no way. I don't think there's any way. I think part three will come out way before season three is even wrapped up. Because season two... Because they're going to make two seasons over the part two game. So... Season two's not going to come out until, what, 2025? Maybe 2026? Probably, uh, probably 25. Yeah, and then season three won't come out until Unless 27? Unless the writer's strike actually happens and goes on for, like, 
half a year, then that might slow yeah. things down. But then, so season three won't come out until 27-ish. There's no way. That, I, I don't see Last of Us Part 3 not coming out before 2030. Like, that doesn't seem... Because I'm pretty solid that it is happening, so... I think it will eventually happen. I just think Druckmann's a <laughs> Show. Andy's right. He's doing another game. And his company is doing, like, two other games. Uh, They're all separate divisions, but yeah. He's still going to be doing... You know, he'll be overseeing. Not that not that day-to-day overseeing, but yeah. He's, yeah, he's still involved. So. Well, he's not involved at all in factions. And I think he... I don't know what kind of... But what he's involved in the new IP that they've said that they're making. Yeah. He just said it. What was it? The Game Awards. He's writing a new IP game. Yeah. Yeah. That's still on it. Right, I don't know. I don't, I feel like there's no way that that they release season four. It just and it, and it not be about what ha- like I I mean I don't see them doing three seasons of part two. I feel like that'd be way too much. Um. But I do. I could also see them doing part two of the gap between game one and game two. So, I don't know. I I after season one, I just have, a, and that would be interesting because it doesn't have any source. Like it's not it has a small amount of source material. Sure, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's some flashback stuff that happens. But you're not gonna have the like, oh, remember this moment from the game? Yeah, kind of moments in mm-hmm. in that kind of a part two. Yeah, and and I mean, I've, of course, you could always makeup and stuff but there is like a large gap between part one and part two with the characters I also, like they they get much older yeah joel i mean you can make joel or you can make pedro pascal look, look old. yeah that's yeah, very that's possible not, that's not hard um i mean they aged him up or aged him down by 20 years yes or whatever the- but uh but ellie i do think like she needs to look a little they could probably do it but I'm um, sure, yeah, I'm sure. If they can make a Grogu, use the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my point is, like, I could see them. I, I, because I don't see them coming out with season two swinging like part two did. I, I see them taking a little bit more of a break between uh, major plot points, and so. Mm. But I, uh, yeah, I. They may restructure. I could, yeah, I just, no, just knowing the broad strokes yeah. of part two, I could see them maybe trying to restructure that a little bit. Yeah. Um, to, but yeah. anyway, I had a lot of reserves for the TV show, and then it came out, and I was blown away. So I'm I'm pretty now like I I trust that they're gonna do the right thing, but I would be very disappointed if they if they do that if they have a season four and just, just go past I, the game. I feel like I have kind of a handle on how companies <laughs> who really want to make money work. Yeah, and it's that's fair. Just this. So this is us milking. It, it also does matter what kind of uh, deal Druckmann signed on to. I mean, if I I'm not as worried about I, Druckmann. I'm well, more I mean, about Sony. That's what I'm saying. If he signed something and said it like you can't make something past what I write, I don't know what he signed because right. they could very easily. Druckmann's like I'm not doing anything past three because we're still like these are in line with the game, and they even said we're not doing anything any storylines past what the game did. They already said that, but. HBO they could, said it, but yeah. they can do whatever they want. But HBO could, I mean, they could pull a, um, what they did with Game of Thrones and just kick George R. R. Martin to the side. Or Druckmann, where's the winds of winter? <laughs> where's I'm part, it. Where's part three? I mean, yeah, they could do that. Where is part three? And yeah. like, well, we're going to do our own thing. Bye-bye, executive producer. Yeah. I mean, because as far as I know, 
George R.R. R. R. Martin was a producer on the show until like season five, and they kicked I him think, off. I think even then he still, I mean, got credit. He still got some sort of credit. Well, it's his as, books. As a, as his, a, yeah. But like he wasn't on set right. anymore. Right. He's, so. he's Ray Nelson Ray. I don't know what he's right. I don't know what he's doing. He was like, I'm going to throw a pot. Did he do a sci-fi thing, too? Uh, he did a sci-fi thing for Netflix, I think. Is that right? The Expanse? Am I misremembering? Oh, no. No, that was I'm sci-fi. <laughs> I don't know any... Have you watched The Expanse? No. I just know it's a really popular <laughs> sci-fi. Mm, it's so good! Night Flyers. Night Flyers. Night Flyers. It was a one episode or one season thing on Netflix that... Failed horribly. It must have, because I've never heard of it. That's definitely worth holding off the end of the Game of Thrones book series for another three years. (laughs) 3.1 rating. Out of five? I don't know. It's on Google. Yeah. So, 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 38% Rotten Tomatoes. Rough. Rough. That's rough all around. Must have made it for the fans. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, hey. Thank you all for watching, tuning in, listening. Easton, thank you for being here. Yeah. Once again, you can listen to Easton's podcast, The Movie Moron, um, over on anywhere. Yeah, sure. yeah. It's Spotify, podcast, uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, YouTube now. Um, nice. But yeah, we just do a new movie a week. Okay. And, it's and just... sometimes like three movies. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we did a movie draft at the beginning of the year, which was just like just a draft of what we thought were going to be the best movies of the year. Yeah. And when had Bo's Afraid at number one? No. <laughs> I actually did pick Bo's is Afraid and I'm very mad about oh, it. Oh no. Because I had faith in Ari Aster and oh, he no. he did not pull through. But um, uh, Renfield and The Pope's Exorcist were both drafted. Oh. So we had to review both of those. Yeah, go see them. So. For sure. So yeah, that's why it was a busy All right, what was your number two week. though? Oh, Bo is Afraid wasn't my number one pick. Um, oh, you just just the draft. It was yeah. It was a part of my okay. yeah. It was a part of my draft. Um, my first pick was Across the Spider Verse. Good good pick. Yeah, Across the Spider Verse. Oh, we did five mm. movies. I did Across the Spider Verse, Barbie, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part One, Bo's Afraid, and then Neapol. Uh, the other Joaquin Phoenix movie about the French. The Napoleon. Movie? Yes, I can't. I I stutter with his word. Or with his name, so I couldn't say. It. <laughs> yeah, so it was one of my later Ryan. picks, yeah. but I was really hoping I was going to get a sleeper pick because all of his other movies were so good. Oh. Yep. Anyways, yeah. Cool. So yeah, come listen if you if you like watching and listening to movies. Yeah. Because we do spoiler free for the first half, so we would have told you not to go watch. But was afraid. So yeah. <laughs> you could have. You can listen to us. And you're like, I don't know if I should watch that. We'll we'll tell you what we think. And there's three of us. So you get three different opinions. That's, yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Uh, real quick before we head out, Ooh. we have we have uh, a first time chatter over in the chat since we're here on Twitch. Uh, Dark Sage nine one one. I'm just calling you Dark Sage. Unpopular opinion. I want to see stories around this time period exploring the relationship between the Empire and its various subjects within. Look, we are we know what has to happen, Vader and Palpatine, and how they meet their demise. But I think it would be interesting to see more of the light dark side of the Empire. And focus on characters who are not evil, but genuinely want what to do is best for the Sith. 
The issue is Star Wars has pretty much established the anti-heroes are still sort of good guys who work for the Republic. I want to see a show based around someone in the Empire who is no friend of the Republic, but is someone who genuinely wants to fight for them and will die trying to make it a better place. That, uh... So like Acolyte? I Acolyte. Yeah. I was gonna say Acolyte kind of seems like that might be but right I don't up know. your alley. It it, I guess it wouldn't be Empire, but yeah, that's no, old, but old, it's, old, it's the High not, Republic. Not quite the right time period, but it's that same vibe. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't. They end up spoilers. Um, they <laughs> they end up joining the Republic, but. Um, Star Wars Battlefront 2's campaign starts off with a diehard Empire officer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imperial officer. That is a great campaign. That is a good campaign. Um, so I'd recommend that. It, yeah, if you're, if I you're, mean, they do switch sides, but so it's not totally what you want. I mean, he's just saying he wants something that's like just pure evil side. <laughs> that's kind of. Let's get a story about the the dude who's like um palpatine's right hand guy with the giant blue tentacle the twilight blue twilight guy he's just always with palpatine and never <laughs> says a word <laughs> he Can must his... have known something was up yeah he's the, he's the guy who's like it's like the chancellor's trying to like okay like he's like, look guys he's insane we know this but we can't stop him so we gotta make the best of a bad situation <laughs> how do we prevent the most death <laughs> Or there's, there's gonna be some do the most, or maybe he's even more evil than Palpatine. I assumed he was just he knew it all and he was an evil guy. That's just what I assumed. I definitely think there's room for more more stories. Um, one of my favorite uh, threads in the Clone Wars is with Maul. Yeah, but I just I I don't think Disney will do it. I think that's the problem. I don't think. I, I would not mind this either. I like when they really go into evil characters that are evil. Mm-hmm. Darth Maul stuff in Clone Wars was always the best. I really like um, our main antagonist in Rogue One. That's one of yeah. my favorite Disney Star Wars movies is, yep. is Rogue One. And I think he's a big reason <laughs> why. Um, and but I, I just don't see Disney just following a, a, an evil person and just like... Not trying to ever redeem him and just yeah, watching him just ruthlessly <laughs> kill and murder and and yeah have no redeeming qualities and just be like yeah we just want to watch this guy be bad yeah yeah there's there's not a lot of movie watchers that like that either yeah it I think they they get away with it in in Clone Wars with Maul because a he's not he's never the bad guy. protagonist yeah. So he's never the hero. And he even has good... But he does... Yeah, he has he, redeeming qualities. He's not pure evil. He's, a lot of what he's doing is based on this, like, I've been... Manipulated. I've been manipulated yeah. by the Sith. And so, like, I'm, I'm not for the Republic, but I'm also like, I'm here to I'm, destroy the Sith, too, and that means kill Anakin Skywalker. So he's more of a neutral evil and not a chaotic Yeah. yeah. He's, he's just anti-Palpatine. He's an evil person that wants to take down Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's not saying... I'm not saying pure evil. Someone who is not all for what the Empire politics are. Someone who, while they may be working for the Empire, wants to make life better for those who live in it. So a, a light side Imperial who is not evil just to be evil, but we as an audience can't understand. Gotcha. So kind of what... person. I get that. So yeah. The, I mean, that's again kind of what Rogue One was. That's what 
uh, Mads Madolf, his character, Mads' character was. He was somebody that was a part of the Empire and was working with the Empire, but because he had to, but was still, quote-unquote, a good person. Yeah. And no, I would, I would 100% watch that kind of stuff, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they, and they kind of teeter that a little bit in this last season three Mandalorian. Maybe that's why he's bring it up too. Mm. Cause in the middle of this, we, we have the scientist that's like, I was doing good research and they were just funding my research. I yeah. wasn't doing it ill intently. I right. just, they funded it. And like, I, who else am I going to work for? It's the empire. Right. Um, and he's like, I'm doing things that can save lives. And so, no, yeah, that would be great little, and that's maybe a little more doable. If, yeah, if no, if like that's a... what he's talking about, that's that, that could definitely be, <laughs> that yeah. could be done. That could be done in the, yeah. in the Disney corporate. Yes. <laughs> you could find a place. For yeah. It. And the empire is very interesting. I think there's a reason why these shows always go back to trying to figure out the order of the empire. Cause it's, Obviously, it's a bad force, but it's interesting how, like, because of how vast it is, there's so many different people that are involved. Yep. Like, it's Grand Emerald Thrawn is a huge character that a lot of people love that I think we're eventually getting something on. Yep. That's another piece of the Empire that people really want to see is How about just him. give me the West Wing, but it's, like, on the Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> yes, We do please. not need reality, or not not reality TV show, <laughs> courtroom like, shows in, in no, Star Wars. Like, we're trying to run this government. Yeah. People, like, and we're dealing with some rebels. Some people hate us. Some people like us. We and we're dealing live. with Darth Vader that just kills our higher-ups because he's mad at them for two seconds. Dude, mm. we get, we get like, a taste of that in Andor. Yeah. And it's like, what if? But what if you did have Darth Vader there as well? Yeah, that could be that. That could be. It would not be a whole season of a show <laughs> that I would want to watch. But you know, part of an episode, I'm down. Yeah. The the West X Wing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, that wasn't me saying that. That was uh, Baroque. Baroque. That was Baroque. Baroque. I'm not taking credit for that. I just read it down yeah. there. Um, that was a beautiful original <laughs> joke you just had. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Um, but uh, we all should be excited for Visions Two coming out. Yes. So, I think that's the best Actually, thing about... Visions would be a great place you could do something like that. They Unfortunately, oh, Visions, like the first that. episode. The yeah. dude is a, a dark he's a, Jedi. He's a Sith. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's all uncanon, so none of it matters. There's Your no... lightsaber is red! Yeah. <laughs> um, I love Visions, but I, I, I do deeply hate that it's not canon, because it, it makes me... I love that it's not can. I love what it makes it able to do, yeah. but I hate watching things or reading things that I know don't canically belong anywhere. Oh. It just makes me upset. Like I like reading old Star Wars books that aren't canon anymore. I'm like, these are so cool, but they can be your head doesn't canon. Matter. I hate the word. Head I hate head canon. I hate that term because people just create whatever they want. What was I, it? Late last year or early this year, I, I had a, a little rant on the show where I was like, we need to say screw you to canon. Canon is the yeah. worst thing to happen to fandom in the it's, last ten years. It, I it probably is because it just makes everything suck. But also, like that creates a reality that's it's, semi it's consistent. Very, it's very cool how it does provide that consistency. At the same time, it it, it, it makes, restricts creativity. It makes, yes. it makes it so narrow. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, there's good and bad that's things about it because like we're, we're creating something fictional, but if you have canon, you create a reality in that fiction. You take out canon, then there's no reality in it. So then, you know how you can avoid canon though? You go way to the beginning or way <laughs> to the end, or you can't touch any of this stuff. Yeah, 
That's just I, clog and everything. I, I, I don't understand why they haven't gone. Well, they're going to. James Mangold's going to do the Dawn of the Jedi yeah. thing. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That That's one thing I, I'm really Allegedly. excited to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly, that's happening. Yeah, but they're also... Creative differences in two years. Oh, no. (laughs) Let's hope the creative differences is on the Ray sequels. No, I want that. (laughs) Do we really need sequels to a sequel that was already controversial and... Yes. Yes. (laughs) The answer is yes. I actually like Ray. She was not the issue of those movies. Writing. Mm Mm-hmm. Cannon, Ryan Johnson. There's lots of room for uh, finger pointing in Star Wars, and lots of room for new stories. (laughs) And no, uh, No. I'm looking forward to (laughs) it's all good. To seeing what comes, even if I even if I hate it. Yeah, at the end of the day, it more more material at least leads to the possibility of something being enjoyable to you. So I totally get that. I I have had a hard time at the beginning of the Disney takeover because I loved one through six so much yeah. that I was like, "Don't even re- Attack of the Clones." Yeah, mm. don't butcher my boy, <laughs> and they did a lot. But I just had to realize that it's okay. It happened, and I can like other things. Yeah. Like I got Andor, and I got Rogue One out of it, and I even like Solo. I was like, I got that story out of it, so. I'm, you know, Solo is fun for me. I know. I thought I'm it like, is too. I like, I'll, is it... I'll throw on Solo as just like something to have on. I'm not going to necessarily sit down and like, yeah. I can, I guess I don't watch it, but I love just having it in the background. It's also not supposed to be super serious. Yeah. Like Rogue One is like, I think the most Star Warsy Star Wars movie since Star Wars, but <laughs> the original, but, and Solo is just like, we're just going to have these characters and they're just going to have a fun ride and you're going to like have these goofy characters that are fun and they everyone's going to have a good time. Stuff and like, yeah, I wish yeah, I yeah we fun. have a little checkbox. You wish list, you had fun? I wish I would have had fun. You didn't have fun? At any point during oh, that movie. I hate Solo. Gosh. I hate that movie. <laughs> Donner, Donald Glover as Lando What's, was... Out of all those Star Wars things that have been made, I'd say that's the only one that's like, no, we did not need this one. <laughs> Even I can't. Nine. Be- I, At least I finished can't, the trilogy. I can't believe. So I did nothing. <laughs> hey, remember how you got this gun, this generic gun that literally everybody is in the universe has? He found it in the dirt. <sighs> Who cares? What? No, he he modified a rifle and made it into a pistol. I don't care. <laughs> it didn't matter. How did he get his name? He just made it up. I thought that was stupid. He didn't even make it up. Yeah, I know. That, I thought that was stupid. That was the worst part about the movie was his his name explanation. But I, it's all right. I think that is probably it's all good. Hey, I think that's going, the worst Star Wars. We're movie. going pretty long here. Uh, I want to thank you everyone out the rants. for tw- uh, for watching and commenting and chatting with us here on Twitch. Thank you for watching on mm-hmm. YouTube or listening via the podcast. We'll be back next week to review something. Uh, Luke's excited. To play that new Star Wars game, Jedi so, Survivor. Let's go. We'll uh, we'll see what he has to say about that, and I'm sure all have watched something. And I think Tyler's even going to be back. So we thank Easton again yeah. for hanging out with us and filling in the. Yep. Thanks the, for having me. So sorry Tyler then, couldn't join, but oh, that's okay. He's <laughs> doing more fun things. He's yeah. on the concert. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> Bye.